Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. A little bit more about what is called the peach blossom. There is a couple different ways to look at what is called the peach blossom in feng shui and in bonsa or your natal astrology, your Chinese astrology chart. So most people think, you know, oh, they, they've heard the term peach blossom and either they associate it with something um, attracting a partner or they associate it with like love, but there's a lot of different factors you need to take into consideration when talking about the peach blossom. So I want to touch on both the astrology part of it and a little bit about the feng shui part of it. So first of all, what is a peach blossom? You know, if you are new to feng shui and you haven't heard this term, usually it's the term that um, you'll hear most often to indicate you could attract a partner or you could find love. And most people know that one of the animal signs is considered a peach blossom. So it is literally the cardinal directions or the animal signs that represent the cardinal directions. So we have the west, which is the rooster and is the element of yin metal. We have the east, which is the rabbit and the element of yin wood. We have the south, which is horse and is the element of fire. It's yang fire. And then we have the north, which is the rat, which is the element of yang water. We can look at this peach blossom business in two different ways within our bata or our natal chart. So you can either be born under one of these animal signs of the peach blossom. Remember, you have four different animal signs. So you can either be born under the animal sign of rooster, rabbit, horse, or rat. You know, maybe two or three or even four of them. I've seen charts that have all four of these peach blossoms in them. Um, but another way to look at it is to know that you have a personal peach blossom animal. So each of the animal signs, you know, will have their personal peach blossom. So if you're born under the monkey, rat, or dragon, your peach blossom can be the rooster. If you're born under the tiger, horse, or dog, yours can be the rabbit. If you were born under the snake, rooster, or ox, yours can be the horse. If you were born under the rabbit, sheep, or pig, your animal sign can be the rat. Being born under one of these animal signs can display some positive attributes for you because it could indicate that you're maybe more attractive, you're able to really attract like love interests and have people flirting with you. Um, you seem to be more charismatic or more maybe be more popular. So it could display some um, positive attributes like that within your life. Um, however, remember with Chinese metaphysics, everything is a yin and a yang polarity. There's positive attributes and negative attributes. So um, let's take a look at some of the negative attributes. And of course, within life, within the sphere of metaphysics, you know, just with everything, there's always a positive, negative, a yin and a yang. And so with the more negative attribute that can be displayed when the peach blossom interacts certain ways is it can indicate extramarital affairs. Maybe you are more, more prone to that, or it could indicate an affair that year. Um, or it could also indicate my least favorite and my, the, the worst in my opinion, is abuse or molestation. Um, these are actually things I will not read in a chart. You you cannot tell somebody that they 
are more prone to an affair or they may have an affair that year or their spouse might have an affair that year. Like you just cannot do that. It's, it's completely against the ethics of doing your reading um, because the thing, you know, things have to happen. Events have to happen. And even if you're more prone to the energy that year, that does not mean it will for sure happen. You always have the choice to say no. So again, I kind of talked about that in my, my love episode. Um, as far as like children and, you know, reading, looking at their bots and looking at things like abuse, um, again, I, I will not uh, address that or I won't talk about it. Um, but one thing that can be recommended is that just for any child is that you um, put them in some sort of self-defense class. Um, so they can feel more like empowered and they can feel like they can defend themselves and also talk to them, of course, about inappropriateness with adults and other children. Also looking at this interaction of with these peach blossom animals, we can literally see things like gender dysmorphia, gender identity, um, whether or not you're questioning your sexuality and all of that is perfectly fine and valid. And so again, with my listening audience, I think with, uh, you guys being a little bit older is my demographic. Um, we want to make sure we're validating our youth and we're using the correct pronouns and making people feel safe around us if they identify in different ways. So now taking it that shift from our personal energy into looking at our environment, which would be the feng shui aspect, there's different ways you can activate different um, peach blossoms within your home. And so literally you can find your personal peach blossom and you can activate that area. The peach blossom is generally an area you can activate with water and a flowering plant. Um, I would discourage this in the south though with that horse. And this year I would not activate the west because it has some negative energies there. So we always want to look at the yearly afflictions in the area, what kind of flying stars are there, and look at what is within our home. So, but literally you can activate north, south, east, or west for your personal peach blossom. Um, this year, the south is really good. You can place a candle there if the horse is your peach blossom, um, and you can activate the area. The south, it has that nine star, which really represents like spirituality, happiness, um, you know, so we can activate that and activate to peach blossom if you would like to kind of um, boost your popularity this year. So one other thing to note is that the South, it's sometimes associated with what is called like fame and recognition if you follow the life aspects. So if you follow that, um, you know, it's a really good place to place a candle this year. Um, this year, the East, it houses the peach blossom star because they're Peach Blossom is with the rabbit this year. So if you either have a rabbit in your natal chart or you um, can activate the east area of your home. So I would note that the east does not have great energy this year. It has a little bit of a tough energy housing what is called the three flying star. So the three flying star, it can indicate um, fighting or arguing. And so that's why it's generally not super positive to activate the area you can focus most on, I think, is the Southeast. It has the yearly star four, which can also be associated with learning or a literary, but it is associated with also romance. And so for me, I think it's a really great year to place flowering plants in the East. Um, and these are just pl literally plants that are sitting in water. I have one plant that it's like an artichoke plant and it flowers, but it holds water within the, the stems, like you water it from the top. And then I have a bamboo in that area. And so, uh, this is more for activating like a long-term romance or enhancing a relationship you already have. 
So definitely I would focus on the Southeast most this year. One other thing to note is that um, I did do an episode a while back and I kind of addressed like flowering trees within your your yard. And so sometimes when you have flowering trees within your yard, it could indicate that peach blossom. The only thing is that sometimes you want to take note that sometimes it could display the negative attributes. So just like I talked about within Batsa, a negative attribute would be maybe an affair. It is said, and I don't know if this is superstition, that having flowering trees in certain areas of your yard in relation to your home can indicate that one year there could be an extramarital affair. So I don't know if this is superstition or if this is something that I, um, you know, want to look further into. So I'm keeping an open mind about that one. Or about the peach blossom within your natal chart, I'm going to include a link to a really great article. For this Folklore Friday, we're going to talk about symbolism and folklore associated with peaches. The depiction of like peaches and peach tree in Chinese culture is very prevalent. You'll see it depicted in statues, in paintings, and in poetry. So let's look at some of the symbolism of the peach. From jadechocolates.com, it says the China's god of longevity, known as Sao, is a symbol of the easy life, smooth living, and victory over strife. Attached to the end of his staff is a gourd, which is said to hold the elixir of life or immortality, and Sao is usually depicted holding a peach, the divine fruit of the gods. A peach tree and all of its components, the wood, the fruit, the blossoms, and the petals, all carry symbolic meanings in the Chinese culture. The peach tree symbolizes longevity. The wood from the tree is said to ward off evil and the ancient warriors crafted weapons from it. The petals of the peach blossom have a history of being used by Taoist magicians and are known to put men into an intense trance of love. The peach blossoms during the spring is said to be ideal season for couples to marry. And so when the tree blossoms, it's just said that that is a time the person should get married. The peach fruit, similar to the tree as a whole, symbolizes long and healthy life. The fruit also bears associations with perpetual vitality. And it is said that the peach plant of immortality located in the Kun Lun Mountains would produce fruit only every 3,000 years. And when this happened, the eight immortals would gather and eat the magic fruit, ensuring their immortality. In other legends, there's a tale called the Peach Blossom Spring. And so it goes here from, uh, which I'll link to below. Uh, the Peach Blossom Spring was a fable written by Tao Yumning in 421. Uh, about a chance of discovery with an ethereal utopia where the people led ideal existence in harmony with nature, unaware of the outside world for centuries. Tao lived during a time of political instability and disunity within um, the government. And so the story describes how the fishermen haphazardly sailed into the stream in the forest made up entirely of blossoming peach trees, where even the ground was covered by peach petals. When he reached the end of the stream, he found a grotto, and though it was very narrow at first, he was able to squeeze through and eventually reach a hidden village. 
the villagers were surprised to see him, but they were very kind and friendly. And they explained that their ancestors escaped to this place during civil unrest and that they themselves had not left or had any contact with the outside world. And as a result, they've heard nothing of subsequent changes in any political regimes and were completely unaware of current events. The fisherman was warmly received by hospitable villagers and stayed for about a week. Upon leaving, he was informed that it was worthless to reveal the experience to the outside world. However, he marked his route on the way with signs and later divulged the existence of the idyllic haven to others. He tried to find it repeatedly, but it, his attempts were in vain. He was never able to find it again. Since then, the Peach Blossom Spring has become a popular symbol of the ideal world in the hearts of the Chinese people. And the story inspired later poems, painting, and music compositions. Tales like this really remind me of stories like Atlantis or The Lost City of Z, or in most recent times, the newest Marvel movie that Shang-Chi and the Nine Rings, um, in which, you know, they find some sort of hidden utopia or a hidden, um, you know, beautiful world, and they're never able to find it again. So don't forget to check below for instructions if you want to be entered into a winning prize at the end of the month. You must leave a review and follow all directions below. For a free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review, and share with your family and friends. 